morning. All right, welcome back. Good uh, morning, Vietnam. Another early, early day pod out of us two. It's the first thing we're doing today. Um, in fact, so early that we don't even have wine. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by uh, 4th of July Budweiser. That we refuse to drink. <laughs> um, They're nice, well, pretty cans, red, white, and blue. They are nice. Um, you know, I, I like a good a good Budweiser every now and then. I have an, a, a weird amount of energy right now. I, think I don't. I, I think it's the cool air. Well, no, this house is nice and cool. Um, but why, why don't we crack this and, and give a rating, huh? Well, let's see who can do a better crack into the mic. Huh? Okay, solid. A little. Oh, the end. That was, was good. good ending. That was a good ending. Let's see. Oh, that was Swift. clean. That was clean. Swift. You tell us. You tell us, fans, which one was better. Now, I can't exaggerate how much I don't want to drink this. I also just brushed my teeth, and that's going to be a bad yeah, that combo. Might sway it. You know, it's actually not bad. No, it's not. But one thing I'll say about Budweiser, the uh, exhale after drinking it is always so heavy. You know, it's always, ah. There's a reason they call it Bud Heavy. It's, uh, it's like, it reminds me of uh, Always Sunny, when uh, the guy's f- foaming, at, F- the foaming at the mouth. You know, this isn't bad. It's really not bad. Home of the Brave. Eh, it's a 7-1. Yeah, 7 flat. 7 flat. All right. It's well, no, it's no, it's no, what's that beer? Yellow, what was that, that fancy beer we had that one? Mouse Tail? Oh. Uh, you know what the, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Back in our old pod days. Back in the old the, studio. The, the real ones would know. What, what, are we, what are we chatting about today, Noah? Well, we'll break down some news, you Oh, know? wait, first, first, sorry, follow us on the gram. Of course, <laughs> because none of you came from there. Yeah. <laughs> Go follow us on Instagram, realtime.sports, no caps, no spaces. Nope. Just realtime.sports. It's even better than this pod. So, so we're going to kick it off with, with news, right? So what's, what's happening? Um, so Bucks and Lakers, they in trouble? No. No. Um, although, you know... Somebody, I hope the Bucks lose, though. I would love to see the Bucks lose. No chance they do. But I also don't think the Lakers are in trouble. But I don't either. You know who I actually think are kind of in trouble? The Clippers. I don't know if they'll lose. They but should I could, be down 2-0. But I could see that series going at least 6. So I, w- I woke up pretty early this morning. I was up at like, I don't know, 8. And I was in bed just kind of scrolling through Twitter. And y- you know pa- Paul George's nickname? He-, he started calling himself Playoff P a few years ago. I, know, I didn't know that, but that's kind of ridiculous. Well, it, it, the ridiculousness of it all is that every time the playoffs have come about since he's given himself that nickname, he's been terrible. <laughs> so now they're, they're calling him Pandemic P. Pandemic P. He, he was doing a news conference yesterday icing his shoulder. And he, he shot like 28% from the field, had like 13 points, like really bad. The really surgically bad. repaired shoulder. So to your point, they should be down 2-0. The Mavericks uh, would have won game one if, what's, if Porzingis Probably. didn't get eject, ejected. Probably. some bullshit. Um, so yeah, so today there's that. C's are up 2-0. Swiftly um, up 2-0. The, the other coach. series is to me aren't nearly as entertaining. Um, I think Rockets Thunder could get good. Maybe if, if the th- if the Thunder it win was a blowout tonight, game one. If the Thunder win tonight, I think that could get good. Nuggets Jazz is low key entertaining. That is good. That one's good. Um, in but fact, in fact, so I, another thing that I saw too on Twitter is everyone's been making kind of a big fuss about uh, the one seeds losing, and people pointed out rightly so that before like 2017, like this is kind of how most playoffs went. Like it really was like a you don't necessarily know who's going to win. You know what I mean? So I think that over the past few years, we've been kind of groomed to just expect, like, oh, yeah, the one seeds are going like, to walk into the finals. I mean, because that's the thing. Recently, 
the eight seeds have been very bad. Yeah. Like the seven and eights have been very bad, but now they're like it's a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's there's that. The um, Sixers are bad. Sixers are bad. Um, Gordon Hayward's hurt, so that's kind of a bummer. You know, deja vu, I feel like we've talked about this before. That's either because the Sixers are perpetually bad or Gordon Hayward is always hurt. Both. Both, really. But um, moving on, um, the MLB, right? If you're wondering, I didn't know because I don't pay attention to the fucking baseball not anymore. Because the Sox suck, mostly. They are actually the worst team in the league. Um, but the Dodgers and the Athletics are leading the field. There you go. The Dodgers are at 18-8, and eight and the Athletics are at 17-8. The Dodgers are eight. always good. The Dodgers have been in four straight World Series. Yeah. Three straight. Four straight World Series. Haven't won one. Tough. The City Angels deserves better. I would say get, ma- get Magic one. Yeah. Um, um, but good for the Athletics. Yeah. No, the Yankees Oakland, are also good. Right? But Good for the state of California. Shout out the West Coast. Shout oh. out the West Coast. Two one seeds. Yeah. Um, Hockey, uh, I guess the Bruins just advanced there you go. Uh, to the second round. All right. Um, I don't really know what else is going on there. But back to the whole NBA thing, I think this whole no home court advantage thing is really what's shaking it up. Except the Magic have home court advantage. Except okay, they really I mean, don't. sure. But no, no, I agree. I think, like we said before, there's a lot of factors going into that. Also, random thought, we should have sound effects in this pod. We should. So we like should whenever like, we, we like congratulate like the Dodgers, it should be like a round of Woo! applause. Yeah, yeah, like... Like, as if it's a live studio audience. Imagine we added a laugh track. I know, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if it weren't for this damn virus, we would have a, a oh, live studio yeah, audience. Yeah, 100%. For sure. But, um, no, I agree. I think that no home court advantage. Um, ultimately, getting, like, four months rest. Obviously, like, well, some, I think there's some good people would say bad. rust, but I think it actually has kind of helped them. Um, I would say it has helped certain teams and hurt other teams. Yeah. And I think the ne- like the eight games that they had before the seeding games helped a lot of teams as confidence. Um, I mean, the Blazers. Yeah. The Blazers are looking at, have they lost? They've lost like two games. Oh, I'm thinking of the Suns. They have lost. But like they've, they've been on fire, right? Like they kind of were on the bottom of the barrel beforehand. And now they're, you know, in the, the playoffs. But uh, so today we're going to be talking about. Uh, so why don't you give us some backstory? Well, um, I don't know the full story, but so this, I forget it, like, Tatis, Tatis, Tatis. Yeah. So he's, leading, league he's in, leading the MLB in home runs currently. And just to point, a point on that, like, since um, they didn't really have spring training, the MLB is having, like, a lot of pop-up stars Well, right because now. the pitchers exactly, aren't cause, warm. Because pitchers benefit the most. So you're having these, like, random guys just, like, getting, like, weirdly hot throughout the league. And I think Tatis is kind of one of them. He, he leads the league in stolen bases. Maybe this National League, but he leads it in home runs, stolen bases, I think hits, and maybe RBI. Definitely home runs. So it's – no, I think he's, he's almost leading in four categories. No, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a fucking tank right now. Um, but, and yeah, so the, the, the basically the backstory is, you know, um, him and his team, they're up uh, they're up four runs. 17 to six, it might have been. Or like no, they're up four runs four at the time. Four is close. <laughs> I don't know if maybe it was maybe four. it was six or seven runs, but they're up a lot, and it's a three zero count. He smacks it, grand slam. Uh, he gets heat from his manager, gets heat from the opposing team's manager, and ends up having to apologize more than like even the Astros, right? Yeah, because the unwritten rule of baseball is that you're supposed to take that three zero pitch, which is which is ridiculous, especially. When you're up by that much. So today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about unwritten rules in sports, I guess. So uh, I, I Googled it because, uh, you know, I was curious, at least for baseball. Baseball is one of the ones that, like, 
literally it's such like a built into the culture of baseball that there's actually like a laundry list of unwritten rules. It's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so we got do not bunt to break up a no hitter. That one is okay. That's fair. That's that makes fair. sense to me. Yeah, give the guy his, his credit. Um, That'd be a cheap shot. In fact, actually, I saw a video of a guy who leaned into a pitch to break up a no hitter or a, a perfect game, I believe. Um, do not swing on a three zero count when your team's ahead, which kind of ridiculous, but. Um, is there like a like how much like if you're up one zero you can't swing no, on a three zero count? They, they leave it vague. They leave it vague. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't get that one. That's dumb. Um, do not spend your time admiring a home run you hit. Everybody does that's, that. Well, yeah, that's so anti fun. It's not even funny. Play to the crowd a little bit. Um, that's why baseball is like can't. That's why baseball is losing fans. Well, they're no fun. Well, what's actually funny they're about anti-fun. that is baseball. The MLB launched a campaign against baseball in 2018. It's like a like a civil war, and it was called "Let the Kids Play." This is literally MLB sanctioned campaign to like make baseball fun. I mean, yeah, dude, that's what they have to do. Mike Trout is the like best player of the past like generation, and he's like the least marketable person in, on the face of the oh, earth. Oh, 100. And he's you know naturally he's a laid back. Not a very media guy anyway, but still, like every kid in America, Should regardless of, of if they play baseball, should be like, oh yeah, Mike Trout is the best. Yeah, but no. Um, don't steal bases if your team's ahead by a significant amount. That one, I guess I, I can understand. I saw that. But, you know, if you get caught sleeping, that's on you. Um, don't swing at... This one is a little wacky. Don't swing at the first pitch of the at-bat if the pitcher is allowed back-to-back homers. What the fuck? That's like, you let up two home that runs... That sounds fake. Listen, that that one's wacky. That one's wacky. Um, like what? In the because you don't want to. Imbi- that is so fucking dumb. <laughs> like oh, because you don't want to embarrass the poor pitcher. The guy shouldn't have thrown two. Don't meatballs. give up two straight <laughs> home runs. Um, That's absurd. Let the kids play. Well, I think the fear is the guy's been embarrassed enough. Are we gonna let up three straight homers? <laughs> Because that that opens up a a pit. But don't oh don't let it happen on the first pitch. <laughs> <laughs> the second one and it's fine. Um, don't work the count if your team is winning or losing by a significant amounts. So that's for the pitchers. Um, the losing bit I don't get. You play to win the game. That's ridiculous. Uh, this one's funny. Do not rub the spot where you were hit by a pitch. Why? Why? <laughs> Those things hurt coming and in at 90 miles the, an hour. The funny thing about these two is, like, obviously you pick up on these unwritten rules if you're a player, but it's, like, at some point you had to figure out, like, if I get That's hit by ball. That's the thing, though. How do you pick up on some of those? Like, well, the, the pitching one, the first pitch? Well, I think you play enough games where you just notice things don't happen in certain scenarios. And later on we'll talk about unwritten rules in other sports, and I think it's, like, kind of obvious. You know what I mean? I guess. Um, don't walk in front of a catcher or umpire when walking to the batter's box. I couldn't really even... T- tell you why. Don't walk in front of the catcher yeah. when walking to the pitcher's or batter's box. Just walking to the batter's box. The Standing in front of the catcher or the ump. Oh, I get that. Which, so you're like walking across the... Like if you're in the opposite dugout, you yeah. can't, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, I guess that kind of makes sense. Don't, do not stand on the dirt near home plate when the pitcher's warming up. Okay, sure. Um, that, what is that, like a safety thing? Yeah, I, I don't know. Do not assist a member of the opposing team. So what, it's like somebody falls, you can't help them up? <laughs> okay. Um, no fun. That league is no fun. Do not speak to a pitcher who <coughs> is in the process of throwing a no-hitter. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, don't, don't, you know. don't, don't, uh, don't get in his head. Um, and then there's a few other ones, but the, the, this one's funny. For, for the fans, do not discuss a no-hitter that's currently in progress. 
That's just like a superstitious thing. That's yeah. like uh, if you're watching the Super Bowl and something good happens while somebody's out of the room, get the fuck out. Yeah. No, you stay in the kitchen. So so that kind of goes into unwritten rules of other sports. So like for basketball, for example, if you're leading uh, in the game with the last possession, you don't shoot the ball. Yep. Dribble it out. And, I mean, that's, mo- that's more or less what I can think of. The rest are like... Would you say that, like, if you're when you're playing pickup, would you say that winners is an unwritten rule? Like if you're playing, one, if you're playing one on one. Oh no, I would say that's preference. I mean, it's it's sh- like if you're playing a game of threes, if you score, you keep the ball. That should be a rule, but I think like if even, someone no, no, was no, I, I feel like I feel like the point of an unwritten rule is that if it's disputed, everyone's like, dude, what the fuck are you? Talking yeah, no, about? I, I I guess I can kind of agree. I think unwritten rules are more or less just expectations. So I think it is expected that it's winners. The only time you should play losers if, it, if, if it's like a gym class. <laughs> like literally if it's like a sanctioned pickup game that's like literally just for fun, then well, it's, it's losers. Well, but. dude, another one with baseball that I think is funny that pertains to the crowd is throwing back opposing team home runs. Oh, like if, uh, if, if the Yankees, if we're at Fenway and the Yankees hit a homer, so it's shouldn't not, keep it. It's not as much of a thing in the American League, but in the National League, I know they do it at Wrigley like all the time. Really? Like if, if they're playing the Cardinals and the Cardinals hit a home run, throw that shit back. And if you don't throw it back, you're like public enemy number one in the crowd. Oh, wow. I but, mean, if anything, though, you can almost say throwing back a, a ball is just as cool as keeping it. You know, that's kind of true. Yeah. That is kind of true. But you know who has a lot of unwritten rules? Golf. Really? Golf is kind of similar to baseball in that sense. It's such a like gentleman's sport. Super old school. But, like, the whole thing, well, first, that you just, like, have to be silent all the time. Yeah. And, like, these guys can't, can't hit a putt if a car drives by. Mm. Like, I mean, I, I mean like, I listen to music when I play golf. But, yeah. like, you get these people where, like, like, let's say I'm playing music and I'm on, like, an adjacent hole or adjacent fairway. And sometimes, I'm, sometimes you got to, like, turn it down because, like, the, the 65-year-old guys, like, are, like, staring at you because yeah. your music's a little too loud. Like, what, you, you, can, you can't hear the music, but if, like, a, a bird chirps, you'll be fine? Well, that's part of the game. That's part of nature. Um, and then another thing that, like, makes me laugh in golf is that, like, if you're, if you're putting on the green, right, you can't, it's extremely, it's, like, the thing you really can't do is to walk on somebody else's line. That, that one makes sense. Yeah, but, like... How much is me maybe stepping on the green in front of you gonna oh, change yeah. the rotation of your ball? No, no, I, I agree with I agree with that, but it, it's common courtesy, I guess. No, it, it does make sense to some extent. I think the 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 rabbit or uh, these unwritten rules could cause unintended effects down the rabbit hole. You let one guy walk across the green before you hit. What what's stopping you? Like twelve guys from doing it? You know. Well, the funny thing is now in golf, you always had to putt with the pin out. You always had to remove the flag. Yeah. But now, because of COVID, you can't touch the flag. That's just how it is. It's a brand new game. It's a brand new game. You don't have to take the fucking flag out. Um, yeah, and then I, I guess, like, football, I don't really know. It's like, don't dance. Don't celebrate your touchdowns. But even that's kind of out the window now. Yeah, it's kind of out the window. It's like, if you're up, uh, take a knee or whatever, which that's more of a safety thing. I don't even think that's an unwritten rule. You'd be kind of stupid to, like, keep trying to, like, score, in my opinion, if you already won the game. Football, in my opinion, is so much strategy. It's well, like you actually think about it like war. Well, football, they do kind of run up the score. No, I agree. But like, if there's like, once you pass the two minute warning of the fourth quarter, you there's actually no more point of you. Yeah, it's trying just stupid. To, yeah, you're more likely to get hurt. Exactly, someone getting hurt than yeah. like, which is actually wild. Like people get hurt on the football field. What do you think? Like once every third possession. 
So yeah, at least a minor injury. I, I would say <laughs> like, fairly often, fairly often. But yeah, no, un- unwritten rules are. Um, I think sometimes they have a place, like in basketball. If somebody jumps, you let them land. That's like obviously a safety thing. But like, I also think in the case of baseball and golf, some of these are so antiquated that it actually is just turning people off of the sport. Like, I saw nothing but massive support for Tatis. Um, like everyone's I like, agree, yeah. Like you know, fuck this. This is like a really stupid rule. But it's like. There are people who actually don't like when somebody hits a I know, the, slam the, the, the purists, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But no, I think one person, it might have been like Buster only. Like, what are you watching the game for? I know. If anything, it's like, at least provides some form of entertainment. But Buster only was like, yeah, Tatis has already apologized more and is, is and feels more regret about swinging and hitting a home run than the Astros feel about anything. Oh, yeah. The Astros, it's business as usual. First few games, they're getting some shit, but. You know, I might have said this on the last pod. I don't know when I said it. I might have just told you in passing. But I still think it is so unbelievably funny that the Red Sox are getting no flack. Joe Kelly either. None of them. Joe Joe Kelly was on the 2018 World Series Red Sox that supposedly did the video camera shit. It was swept right under the rug. Swept under the rug. And now he's like a champion against them. Yeah. The media, uh, the Red Sox media did a good job. So, uh... Those are kind of the unwritten rules. Definitely send in some some funny unwritten rules that you can think of uh, for other sports. Um, but now, why, why don't we why don't we talk about a, a former team? Um, today's well, less of a specific team, but more of a run. Let's talk about the the early tens Bulls when they the, were pretty the, good. What, the Rose what, Bulls. What, what could have been? What could have been? Although I still stand that their that MVP is bullshit. You LeBron, LeBron, LeBron should have won, won five straight. Yeah. I think this maybe this is an unwritten rule, um, but basketball because I don't really know how voting necessarily works in like other sports. But basketball, I think that it goes without saying that the MVP is narrative driven every time. One hundred percent. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's narrative driven, but it is definitely like it's just a fact that like it's the best player does not win MVP. Every exactly, time. the most valuable player does not win the MVP every year. It's like it's, it's almost so ambiguous. Like, it's all. It's, I don't know if the right word is like. It's almost the most impressive player. It's like most impressive story. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like for basically, Le, you, the best player will not win MVP more than two years in a row. You have to look at it like the the league is dominated by like sensational news stories from game one to game eighty two into the playoffs, and by like game even honestly preseason, people decide this is who we think is going to be the MVP. And then eventually maybe a few dark horses arise. But, like, you could have told me, um, you know, pre-COVID, the beginning of this season, the three MVP candidates were going to be LeBron, Giannis, and Harden. You could have told me that literally immediately. In fact, next year, I imagine it's going to be the same three candidates. And Tatum. And, yeah, no, seriously, maybe you (laughs) toss in, like, a fourth dark horse for narrative sake. Like, you say, oh, maybe Tatum, or maybe this is Luka's year. It's like when IT got votes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, people are like, oh, you know, it's – that year, I don't even fucking. It's probably like what Curry, LeBron, maybe KD, and they're like, you know, who's also really good? The the little guy in Boston <laughs> leading them to one. It's like you know he wasn't gonna win MVP, but you know people love that story, right? Like you know he's at the free throw line, people are chanting MVP, MVP, MVP. But Rose, youngest MVP at the time, uh, 2010, 11. That would have been old his. Was he like 23? 22. 22. That is young. That is young. That's young. That's Tatum age. Tatum's Tatum age. Tatum age. That was Tatum. 21. He's 22. He's our age. 22. Because I remember a stat last night. It's like the most threes hit by a 22. Oh, those oddly specific stats. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, which I'm so a big fan of by the way, because a lot of a lot of respect for those guys digging it up. There's one guy who's always digging it up. Oh my a God. stats guy. 
listen, that one of those could happen in every single game every day. They do. They do. Like, literally. <laughs> because it's like the, the amount of qualifications are rampant. It's like, okay, what stats did they produce? I mean, this might be the best podcast ever recorded at 12.38 p.m. Exactly. <laughs> we, we, we might be the best sports betting podcast recorded in the East Coast at 12.30 p.m. Um, Who are also drinking Budweiser's. But, yeah, so th- that's literally how they do it. But that being said, this is Rose's – he was drafted in eight. So this would be his, like, third season, third or fourth season, wins an MVP. Yep. Um, one seed, Bulls, I believe. So this is LeBron's first year in Miami, actually. Yeah. Um, no, second year in Miami. No, first year. Are we talking 10-11 or 11-12? 10-11. Oh, 10-11, yeah. Yeah, 10-11. Um, 10-11 – LeBron's first year in Miami, they, the Bulls beat the Hawks and the Pacers, I believe, um, to reach the conference finals against the Heat. The Heat take them out in five. Uh, that following offseason, uh, Rose signs a five-year max. It's like five-year, $98 million, 30% of the Bulls cap dedicated to him, right? Makes sense. Which it makes, makes sense. sense. I mean, because looking back at it, I was, I was, that, like, was the, that was the second coming. Yeah, of no, the goat, roughly 100%. 10 years after. And you don't want to miss out on that. Um, and you, we looked up the roster, and the roster is, I mean, obviously bas- basketball 10 years ago is much different, but quite unimpressive. They weren't good. Luol Deng, Joakim Noah, Kyle Korver. Thibodeau had those boys playing, though. Oh, my God. That they, they were a defensive powerhouse. He, he should be arrested for crimes against uh, the human body, the way, that, <laughs> the way that man coaches. It's like literally like, yeah, we're going to play our stars 40 minutes and the bench doesn't really going to play. And, in fact, that leads up to our next point, the disaster that was the 11-12 season for, uh, you know, there's a lot of victims. There was Derrick Rose. There was the city of Chicago uh, and basketball fans everywhere. That injury is, correct me if I'm wrong, the, probably the biggest what-if story in basketball right now. Um, you need like obviously like Len Bias, maybe Reggie Lewis, Derrick Rose. There's obviously been a lot of careers affected by injury, but that one is like, especially then when he did it again. Exactly. Yeah, I think he tore, he tears his meniscus the following. Well, he he okay, eleven twelve tears ACL first round of playoffs against. Well, the didn't he tore the whole, he tore it all, didn't he? Yeah. So he it wasn't won- just his ACL. Um. Yeah. I, it might have been just the ACL, but it was it was eleven ten eleven. Oh, no, sorry. 11-12, it happened, so he misses the entirety of the 12-13 season. Then 13-14, he tears his meniscus. So then I believe he misses, obviously, all of that season. And then at this point, it's, what, a year left on his Bulls contract, and he's played 30 games? But and then didn't they end up being, like, okay in, like, 2015? Like, they kind of gave yeah, the, that was the like LeBron... Yeah, like, the, the Butler time. Yeah, and like, they kind of gave the LeBron Cavs a run in, yeah, like, the first they, round. Yeah, they rebranded a little bit. I mean, but that, going back to Thibodeau, it's like, Derek, the, the Bulls were up uh, 10, 12 points with a minute left in the game when Derrick Rose tore his ACL. There was absolutely zero reason for him to be in that game. Against, like, a much lower seed, you have your star player out there. A freak accident. And obviously, Rose had injury problems in the past before, so it's not like he was a lot of healthy. it is like it's kind of him in the way Russell Westbrook play. Like they're yeah. they're so herky jerky and so athletic. Well, even now, especially I mean, those two are I guess now on the older side, so they don't obviously play like that. You know, shout out to Rose; he's still playing actually pretty well. But um, like you, the young guys now, like Ja and Zion, like you're basically saying like you're looking at them like you know it's fun to watch you dunk, but 
if I'm a Pelicans let's, or a Grizzly let's strengthen fan, those knee ligaments. I'm like, yeah, let's let's maybe uh, take some more layups, you know? <laughs> <laughs> let's maybe not like jerk the rim every yeah. time you fucking dunk. And I mean, I think I think that's a that was a a kind of a I don't want to say farewell for those types of players, but now it's like you really don't get drafted anymore based on pure athleticism. Like, let's say Rose never got hurt and obviously Westbrook did his thing. You could be like, I'm going to get the explosive athlete who is, like, not a terrible shooter, not great, decent playmaker, decent defender, and you can almost build a franchise around that. But, like, nowadays it's like you can't really name many players in that mold. Yeah, no, I agree. Although, I mean, I just, like, I feel like players just don't come out like that anymore. No, well, uh, nowadays I, I now agree, they're coming I agree out so much like they're coming out at such a higher level of like, I guess refinedness. Yeah, I think they, they their skills are much heavier. These guys are all a AU generation. They've all been dunk like. Will you watch any mixtape or whatever? These guys have been doing the most athletic dunks of all time in high school. Like Dude, this is something Zion, that they've been done. We knew about Zion dunking when he was like fifteen. Exactly. Yeah. So now it's like okay, yeah, we see that you can dunk. Everyone in the league kind of has this baseline of athleticism can you shoot can you defend can you pass like yeah. um but yeah no so that's that was do you think that bulls team would have won a title against the mavs or in no general? I, do you think do you think like the d rose bulls would have gotten it done because keep in mind that they would have been running the game up against i don't in my mind i don't know if they were better than the pacers or the heat no i i agree i think to me i was always a, okay i hate derrick rose i don't hate him as much now but when he was good, I hated Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love the guy. Uh, I was never a Derrick Rose fan, but and in my opinion, they were just always a really, really good regular season team. Oh, yeah. I never thought they were better than the Pacers or the Heat. And I think, too, it's like adding uh, to the what if of it all. It's like, okay, what if he didn't tear his ACL? And there's a million YouTube videos about this, a million articles, but it's like developmentally wise, like what was his actual ceiling? You know, like the MVP thing is like, okay, young guy, the narrative's great. And that, he was obviously one of the best point guards in the league when he won it, if not the best point guard in the league. But it's like, all right, well, how much better can he get? You know what we're going to be able, you know how we're going to test this? 2K. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, so, guys, you guys better wait to, till we start streaming. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, no one I's favorite pastime uh, amongst many is playing 2K. We do online Specifically my league. My league. And, you know, we, we, it's the only we, we mode tried I like it. in that game. It's the best league, or, sorry, the best mode in the game. Noah's right. Well, it's, a, it's the most fun mode in the game, but it's the worst mode in the game. Correct, because the, the developers at 2K, if you're listening to this now, obviously they're listening. They give Because no, we have thousands, millions of listeners. They give no attention to that uh, mode whatsoever. Crashes every five seconds, but the premise of it is amazing. Um, we've tried leagues with like several people, multiple people. Maybe you know, maybe we'll invite some fans. Nobody, on. The thing res- is, nobody it, respects. No the one respects the league like we do. Nobody respects the integrity. People we, come in, they change logos to naked chicks. Yeah, what do you re- think this is? That was ridiculous. What's going on? I wanted here? to kick that kid so fast. <laughs> Rebranding a team with a with naked ladies. What do you on think this is? A supersonic? Yeah, do you think look, they'd ever have a chick with tits? Listen, we play it realistically. We play no it bullshit trades. Narratively going. The trades are legit, although I do have four first round picks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're up on the D Rose draft. Yeah, we're in the we're this in is the, the D Rose draft. We are in the 0809 season. Yeah. So um No, actually he's in the league. He's a Celtic. Oh, okay, well fuck me. He's a Celtic. All right. Uh, I think we're going to the 10 draft. But when the PS5 comes out, we will start streaming. Because there's people that do it out there now, and, and we will do a better job. 100%. But no that's, that's probably a good note to end this on. 
Yep. We miss... We, we do, I still miss sports because they're not the same. It has a different feel. It's different. Um, but I do like it a lot. No, it's the, the NBA of all. The NBA is doing a great job. The NBA is great. All right. That's a wrap. Good. See you guys next week. Yeah. So.